0: This is Lindsay, host of The Corner Table. I am taking a break from the studio for the month of July. While I'm gone, we're going to be playing some of our favorite episodes from the past year. I will be back in August with some brand new episodes, and until then, have a great summer. Hello, welcome to the Corner Table, the Capital Times Food Podcast. I am Lindsay Christians, food writer for the Cap Times, and I am here today with Vicky Francino. Vicky started a blog called Caffeine Clarity in the middle of 2015, and I've been fascinated with it because it seems to both be about the community of doers and big thinkers that we have here in Madison, but also it's about coffee, which is one of my favorite things. So I had to have Vicky here on the on the podcast. Thank you for coming, Vicki. Well Lindsay,
1: thank you for having me. It's it's a treat and uh, this is my first podcast, so I'm really intrigued by the fact that we've <laughs> kind of gone back to radio. So yeah, I think that's
0: great. So. I love it. Thank you. So first of all, uh since your your blog is called Caffeine Clarity and this is a food podcast, let's talk first just about your coffee of choice, your caffeine of choice? Like when you are going for, you know, a little hit in the morning, what do you go for?
1: Um, Usually, it's pretty simple, Um, a dark roast with a little cream. Um, I've been attempting to figure out how to do a pour over at home. Um, One of the people that I interviewed, um, Mike Fix, if you go out and look at Caffeine Clarity, he was a barista over at, um, I think it's called Fifth Element. And he was explaining to me that it's a really careful mix of the right um, amount of coffee. I mean, weighing it, the right temperature of the water, which is slightly below boiling point, um, how the coffee is ground. I mean, there's all these variables. So I mean, the pour over at my house tastes nothing like the pour over at any place else, but um, I've been attempting to make that happen. And then in the summer, I'm a big fan of cold brew that I just make with... um, it's like a bag you get from Amazon for a couple bucks, and you put coffee in and put it in cold water, and it's tasty.
0: That's awesome. So tell me a little bit about how Caffeine Clarity got started.
1: Well, um, the name comes from um, – I've got a good friend named Patty, and she lives over near Milwaukee. And so we've got a connection point at the Pinecone truck stop in uh, Johnson Creek and we like to go there and solve the world's problems over a greasy diner breakfast and a lot of coffee. And we've always had this joke that there's a moment when you've hit just the right amount of coffee consumption before your hands start to shake and your heartbeat accelerates where you feel like you could solve any problems. So we call it caffeine clarity. And when I was coming up with the idea to do this blog, I thought, well, what better, uh, what better hook? Uh, getting people together over coffee you know, finding those moments of clarity in coming together, sitting down, talking with each other. And so that's the story behind that.
0: So the the way that that the blog is sort of laid out, it's a a picture of the person and it usually looks like they're in um, a coffee shop of some kind. So do you meet with them individually and like kind of do an interview?
1: Yeah, we get together. um, Whoever I'm interviewing gets to pick the place. And uh, I've gotten to go to probably almost every coffee shop in town, which is really fun. Um, So we go, we meet. I have six questions that I ask them at some point in the conversation. And frankly, what you end up seeing on the blog is probably about 10% of what we talked about. Um, I don't – I really look at these as just opportunities to get to meet people in the community that I might not have met otherwise. And some of the people that were my first uh, interviewees were people I already knew, But I found it to be a really interesting process because I would often learn something about this person, even people that I'd known for a long time that I never knew, you know, a funny story or – um, what was important to them? So I've just found it to be a really fun process, both for people that I did already know and for now the new people that I'm getting to cross paths with.
0: So what's your what's your background? That kind of interview process feels very journalistic to oh, me. Oh, you know,
1: <laughs> I have a business degree from uh, the University of Wisconsin, Go Badgers, and uh, I'm a freelance writer by profession. Quite a bit of what I do probably involves an interview process um, when I'm doing an article or a website or a piece of collateral. So I'm, I'm often needing to talk with a subject matter expert, or someone who's used a product or a service for a client and is doing a testimonial. So I've had quite a bit of that experience in, in my past. And present. So it it is a very, even though I don't have a journalistic background, it is a a skill that I use all the time.
0: I I found sort of going through some of these interviews, coffee is very personal to people, right? And so some people were very specific about, they wanted to communicate that this is this is part of getting to know me, is part of getting mm-hmm. to know my coffee I would agree process. with that. Definitely. Um, but also, like, there were some people who are fascinating who were like, I drink Starbucks because it reminds me of my home in another country. And that's that, to me, was really fascinating. But also, it looks like a blog about coffee, but it's a blog about changing the world.
1: Yeah. I mean, I... I guess I you know, have found that to be kind of the thing that connects us all. And we each have something that we're passionate about, and there's no good or bad thing to be passionate about. But once you sit down and talk with people, I think you very quickly f- start to find those things. And a couple of my questions, if if you go to the blog, you'll, you'll see the questions. And the last two questions are really where it gets a little more personal. Um, one of the questions is, if you could sit down and have a cup of coffee with anyone, a living dead, a real fictional character, someone famous, someone from your own life, who would it be and why? And then the last one is if you could have just that right amount of caffeine to give you that point of clarity and you could solve some world problem, what would it be? So um, even if someone you know, by profession isn't necessarily in, say, a nonprofit, which a lot of the people on the blog are... Everyone still has something they care about. Uh,
0: I, I find it. I find it really interesting to, to think about, like because one of the ways that you find the next person, right, is that you have the person you just interviewed refer you to someone, right? I
1: do. I do. So you'll you will notice sometimes that there'll be a little um, chunks of people who are in similar industries. So that's that's why that is happening. I've learned from one of my interview subjects, uh, Marie Nitschke, that in who is in survey research, that that's called the snowball method. So. I do ask people to pass me along to new people, and I i didn't realize, I think, initially that I was going to end up with kind of these little chunks of people who are in the same industry or the same field, and so sometimes people are now, I think, making more of an effort to send me to a friend who's in something different. But, I mean, it has been fun. I mean, I've met a lot of people in the nonprofit community. I've met a lot of people in the theater community. Those are two that jumped to mind, and that's been really fun because those are not necessarily
0: people that I've crossed paths with otherwise. Years ago, when I first started here at the Cap Times, I had a blog called On the Isle And I had this idea to do an interview with an artist every week. And it, I called it my On the Aisle profile. And I would just have someone uh, you know, on the blog. And the very first woman that I interviewed for that is now one of my dearest friends. I was just in her wedding in December. And I wonder if uh, through doing this for the past mm, year and a half now, have there been relationships that have come out of that for you?
1: I haven't. Had anything where it's become a true friendship. I'd say there have been a couple times when someone's been involved in something and then maybe they've invited me to something, um, a showing. I'm, oh gosh, I'm so sorry I'm blanking on the name, um, Intellectual Ratchet. And sorry that I'm blanking on your name. <laughs> I, I could go I think, look at my phone is and that find Jamel Ware? Thank you. So I've gone to a couple of things for Jamel and what Jamel's trying to do with Intellectual Ratchet is to provide an opportunity to create community for young professionals in town. I've gone to a couple of things for Jamel. You know, I wouldn't say anything really become a friendship out of that, but maybe a connection point. And I've had a couple opportunities to connect people I've talked with, um, especially in music and theater. There have been some people who are trying to do things with nonprofits, maybe trying to do things with kids. And then I can say, oh, you know, this other person's had that same challenge or opportunity. May I connect you? Would that be helpful to you. So I've gotten to do that, I think, more than really have the personal relationships for me.
0: I like how the site is, is laid out, uh, for those of you who go and, and look at it, the site is laid out almost like um, like a series of windows. And I, I love that because one of the things that happened, right, is there were some folks that I knew and folks that I didn't. But even some of the folks that I knew, I learned things about them I hadn't known before. Um, and I learned about things happening in Madison that I didn't know about, like sustainable Atwood. These are things that are happening in my town that, that um, I can be a part of. Um, but also I'm curious, like – I know we all have our things that that we support, that we care about, you know, deeply. Have there been themes that you've seen kind of emerging among the people that you've talked to, things that you find are kind of popping to the top more often? Um,
1: I think one thing that's come up, and this isn't exactly a, a cause, but I think there's been a lot of concern, especially given the political arena over the last year plus, of people being worried about not being heard, not connecting, demonizing people who don't share their views, regardless of what they are. So I think there have been a lot of people who have listed that as a thing that they would address, that they would look at the opportunity to sit down with someone and have a cup of coffee, that caffeine clarity, they would like to achieve better listening, better outreach and understanding. So it was not anything particular. Another thing that's come up with a number of people is climate change, that people are really concerned about that. Concern that it's not being taken sufficiently seriously, especially right now. So that has been brought up. Uh, Water, I think, has been brought up by a number of people, just access to clean water, because that's so pivotal, obviously. Those, I would say, were the, the big three, especially just sitting down and hearing each other and getting to know each other.
0: So, for you, are there are there specific causes that um, that you specifically care about that that you would like to solve in your moment of caffeine? Yeah, clarity? I mean,
1: there. Are, I I think when I answer the question on the blog, I say you know there's just so many. It's it's really hard to pick one. You know, Alzheimer's has not been a huge had a huge personal impact on me, but it has had some level of personal impact, and that's one that I would love to solve. There are going to be so many people potentially in danger of that terrible disease, you know, the aging of our population, that if we could tackle that, that would be great. Um, I lost my mother to pancreatic cancer about 20 years ago. I would love to see pancreatic cancer go away. Um, Homelessness, I'm really um, involved with The Road Home, which is a local charity that, or local nonprofit, I should say, that does work in a very holistic fashion in helping families to deal with not just the fact that they don't have a place to live, but all the things that contributed to that reality and trying to change things for them, change things for their children. So that's a local group that I feel really passionately about and uh, would really love to address homelessness.
0: That's wonderful. I mean, are there people in Madison that you would like to sort of get on the blog, you know, whether by these connections or otherwise, like are there – or other people – even outside of Madison? Are there people you'd love to have on the blog?
1: That's a good question. Well, Adele, um, (laughs) Adele, if you're listening, call me. Um, You know, I almost feel more as if the person that I really want to have on the blog is someone I don't even know about because most of the people on the blog I'd never heard of, knew nothing about them. And yet I'm a freelance writer by profession. And being a freelance writer, you get to learn, I always say a little bit about a lot of things. And you discover in doing that that everything can be interesting. Um, you know, even things like I don't know, driver retention rates in trucks or you know, truck drivers. I mean, there's so many things that when you come at them with a sense of curiosity and openness, that you can really discover things are pretty darn fascinating. And I think the same thing is true for people. I mean, it, you know, I jokingly said, "Oh yes, I'd love to meet a Dell, and I really would," but. There are so many people out there who have an interesting story to, to tell. I think everyone has an interesting story to tell if you take the time to hear their stories. So I, I don't know who I want to meet. Come out to Caffeine Clarity and, and, and introduce yourself and, and let's have a cup of coffee and let's get to know each other. That sounds great. That's a, On that invitation, um, thank you so much for being here, Vicki. You're very welcome. It was my pleasure, Lindsay. Thank you.
0: This has been an archival episode of The Corner Table. Editing help is offered by Eric Lawrenson, and our music was composed by Patrick Christians. Subscribe to The Corner Table wherever you get your podcasts, and find ongoing food and drink news at captimes.com. We'll be back with more episodes in August, and until then, have a great summer.